and welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Chizuk Daily Call. On behalf of the Orthodox Union, my name is Ajir Posey, and I'm filling in, with, filling in for Naftali, who will be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us on the program and making it a part of your day, Yom Shalishi, the sixth day of the month of Tammuz. Sponsor future programs, please visit ou.org slash call. Please note that the deadline to submit a sponsorship for tomorrow's program is today at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. On behalf of the OU, it is my distinct honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Dov Winston of the Young Israel of Merrick in Merrick, New York, to share Divrei Chizuk, which will immediately be followed by Rabbi Winston slowly reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Parak 20, 23, 121, and 130, which will be followed by the Mishaberach Lecholim with a sizable pause and will conclude with the recitation of Achenu. Bechavod and with great honor, Rabbi Winston. Thank you very much, Rabbi Posey. It's always a great honor to speak on this call. And uh, again, Yasher Koch to all of you who have joined this call today and who consistently, I know so many of you take time out of your daily schedules to learn and to pray for others. So just a tremendous Yasher Koch to each and every one of you. I wanted to share a brief idea that I actually shared in my shul this past Shabbos because I found the question to be so fundamental and basic and yet it never really struck me as strongly until just this past week. After Korach and his rebellion come and they confront Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe, as you know, expresses true disappointment and distress by the fact that they lodged this complaint against him and all the leadership, the Torah tells us that Zot Asu How is Korach going to go ahead and prove or how will anyone go ahead and prove who the true leader of the Jewish people is? Well, Korach has to do the following. He has to take these fire pans. All they have to do is place some ketores on, place some incense on these fire pans, burn them up, and this will be the way in which they prove who the true leader of the Jewish people actually is. And if you think about it, what, what an unusual test that Korach was given. Of all of the services in the Beit HaMikdash, and of all of the tests that they could have given Korach and his entire uh, chevra over there, why this one? If Korach wanted to be uh, the next Aaron, if he wanted to be the next Kohen Gadol, the next high priest, maybe he should have practiced uh, his menorah lighting skills like we learned about in Parshat Baloscha. And if Korach wanted to be Moshe, then maybe he should have worked on his, I don't know, his meditation skills to advance his prophecy, to become a prophet of that same caliber and level. But the incense, in many ways, the incense and the Ketoret Avoda in the Beit HaMikdash, it seems to be secondary, like an afterthought of all the other things that were done in the Beit HaMikdash. In fact, the Rambam Maimonides tells us, he explains, that the incense has no function or purpose in the Beit HaMikdash, except to serve as like a, a glade plug-in, to, to serve as an air freshener, meaning that in the Beit HaMikdash, the stench could be so rancid at times because of all the animals being shechted, being slaughtered and burned, etc. So we had this beautiful smelling uh, air freshener that would uh, lower the, the bad smells and hopefully make it smell just a little bit nicer in the building. So if that's the case, what is this all about? Why is Korach and his whole group given such an odd trial to try and pass and to prove that they are meant, that each and every one of them evidently is meant to be the leader of the Jewish people? 
And the answer seems to be that while there is a worldview out there which expresses this uh, insignificance of the Ketorah service, there are additional positions out there that present the exact opposite perspective. One medrash even goes so far to say that the outer mizbeach, the altar that was used to sacrifice animals, was only for atonement for sins that affected our body. Whereas the mizbeach, the altar for the ketores, for this incense, was for sins that affected atonement for our soul. Such that we see that animal sacrifices were just for the physical, whereas the ketores, the incense, was actually for all the spiritual and loftier sins that a person might have committed. And then, of course, there is the well-known idea that our rabbis teach us that the ketores was a special mixture of ingredients. Because evidently, if you were to leave out even the smallest parts of one of the ingredients, you would be liable for the death penalty. And of course, our rabbis tell us that there was an ingredient called chalbana, which was such a smelly and disgusting element on its own, but when added with the rest of the delicious smelling elements, would produce this aroma that was incredible and unlike anything else that you might have ever smelled. And the message that is often shared is that we need even the most reprehensible elements included in this mixture teach us that even in the Jewish people, we need the stinkiest too, as it were, please forgive the, the language, but we need even the most reprehensible Jew, someone who you may not even want to associate with our people, even that person is meant to be a part of our nation, and without them, we are not truly a complete people. And Rabbanit Rimon, from the Gush in Israel, she shares, therefore, that the Ketores was the perfect avoda for Korach, because it had within it a lesson that no other service or test could have ever taught, and that is that the Ketores represents, on the one hand, the need to have every single Jew every single person at the table involved and included as a part of our nation, no one should ever feel or be left out. But it's also clear that every person has a different role to play. There is the Moshe Rabbeinu, who was meant to lead the Jewish people, and there is the Korach, who if he was not busy planning his rebellion, who knows what he could have actually accomplished in the world. Both of them have what to add, just like every single spice has what to bring to the table in the entire mixture of the Ketorah. If Korach could have actually spent a little bit more time fulfilling his potential than just dreaming about how he could take over in the shoes of Moshe or Aaron, who knows how the world could have forever been changed as a result of that. And I think that the message is so clear, and that's all. We have to all realize not only our individual purpose and top kid in this world, that we can impact our communities, our friends, and our families, and only we can have the impact of ourselves, and no one else can be us, but perhaps even more than that, and I think it's probably most critical in the world that we live in today, that we have to see others for the individual value that each and every person brings. Meaning that, on the one hand, we have to see our own purpose and significance and uniqueness, but also those of us who perhaps are the leaders out there, those of us who are perhaps a little bit more involved and maybe popular, have larger circles, 
we have to see those people and individuals who might be a little bit more downtrodden or forgotten. We have a responsibility to see the uniqueness, not just in ourselves, but also in everyone else around us as well. And we ask that may Hashem bless us to have the ability to do just that, to see our own unique skills and abilities and blessings that we can bring to this world, but also find all of that in everyone else around us as well. We'll continue now with Tehillim, with Psalm, we'll begin with Parakhaf, chapter 20. Israel, 
And now the Mishaberach for all those who are ill. Mishaberach Avosinu Abraham Yitzchak V'Yakov Moshe Aaron David Shlomo Hu Yivarech V'Arpeach Cholim. Ba'avor shanachim eschalim ba'avoram. Bizchar zeh Kadosh Baruch Hu imalei rachamim malayhem. Lachlimam urachosam urachatikam urachiosam. Yisfach lehem mehera rafuah shalima min hashemayim. Ramach evarav uchasag idav. Bizchar sharcholei yisrael rafuah hanefesh rafuah haguf. Hashta ba'galah uzman kariv v'nomar. Amin. We conclude with Achinu. Achinu kobeis Yisrael hanasunim b'tzarau b'shivya ha'umdim bein bayam u'bein bayavasha hamakom yirachem alehem v'yosim mitzara l'irvacha u'miyafela liola u'mishibud l'geula hashta ba'agala u'bizman kariv v'nomar amin. Thank you so much, Rabbi Winston. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and refuah for all those in need will be answered Latova for good. Naftali will be back tomorrow. Please join him for our next scheduled program tomorrow on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic. Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day.